Hallelujah. So we've been looking at the foundations here. We've, we are building a framework and we understood and we proved from the word of God that the word of God is proven. God said, my word, it can be, it is proven. So we understood from the word how the word that goes out from the mouth of God, it will not come back empty, but it will fulfill and finish what it was sent for and prosper. Amen. The prospering is good. That means anytime we release a word of God, that word that is released is bound to prosper. And then we understood the, the nature of man. That man is a three-part being. The real person is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. So this is very important. To unlock scripture, you need to understand this. To unlock and change yourself, you need to understand this. This is very important. Why is it that many people who call themselves Christian go back to living like other people? Because they don't understand this. This is the very foundation of Christianity. What happens to a person? How is man made? We understood that God is a spirit. John 4, 24 says, God is a spirit and he seeks for those who worship him in spirit and in truth. So who, who is God? A spirit. And in whose image did he make man? God's image. So what is real man? A spirit. The real man is a spirit. And he lives in a body on the earth. See, God did not place man in the atmosphere. He placed him on the earth. And to control everything on the earth, to make changes, to rule and reign on the earth, he needed a body that is made of the earth. Yes or no? Because no matter what you see around you, everything that you see around you came from the earth. There is nothing here in this house that fell from the sky. Everything, the house, the bricks, the wall, the material, the, met the metal, the wood, everything came out of something that is of the earth. So to rule and reign on the earth, you need something that is of the earth. That's why you need a body to make changes on the earth. So with your spirit, you communicate to God. With your body, you communicate to the earth. You make changes to the earth. With your soul, that is your mind, your will, that is your ability to make decision, your emotions, that is how you express your decision, express what is going on in your mind, and your intelligence. So, that's what it is. So, with your mind, that is the place of your thoughts, where you think, where the thoughts come. That's your mind. And then your will is your ability to use your intelligence to analyze the thoughts, what you are thinking and with that you are making a decision. Are you understanding? And then as you express your decision, you express your emotions also. So emotions are a way by which you express yourself, your decision. So sometimes you will say, you can say the same thing in different way. I am going to buy a bike. You can say, I am going to buy a bike. You can say, I am going to buy a bike. See, this is the same thing you said, but two different emotions. Or if somebody, when you, have you seen children, you say, you go and do it. They'll say, no. But when you say, I'll give you nice with the stick, they'll say, okay, I'll do it. Yes or no? Yes. But if it is something like, that they like, like watching TV, they say, yes, I'll do See, the same words, but different emotions. Why? Because that's the way you express yourself. Our body is designed like that. So, with, these are modes of communication. So, the purpose of the soul, number one, is to control the body. And number two, is to communicate to each other. So, that's the purpose of the soul. Mainly, the, 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 the space between your ears. That's where the thoughts come. That's where you, you get affected. Everything that you see around you is trying to come inside. This is the most costliest real estate in the whole universe. Seriously, because everything is fighting for this space. Including the word of God. What you see the word of God? The word of God also has to come here. Right? So only when the word of God comes here, you will, your, your body will act according to the word. 
Now we understood why the word of God is important. Let's look at the, that scripture, John chapter 4 verse 24 again. It says, God is a spirit, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Look at that, spirit and truth. Now, you understood what is spirit, that's a real you. Now, why truth? What is the truth? John 17, 17. John 17, 17 says, let's look at that. So, what is the truth? Your word is the truth. Who is speaking there? Jesus. He said, your word is the truth. Amen. See, everything else, the doctor's word is a fact, but it's not the truth. The doctor will tell you, you have high BP. <laughs> but that is a fact, it's not a truth. The truth is you are healed. Amen. The word of God is the truth. The fact can change, but the truth will remain. The fact that doctor told you, your, your BP is high, your, your sugar is high. That's a fact. But when you bring the truth and apply the truth, that fact will change. Amen. Are you understanding? Amen. The truth is the word of God. So, now God said, Jesus said, God is seeking those who worship him in spirit and truth. Look at that. Now, what, what, is a, what does a man consist of? Three parts. Spirit, soul and body. Now, we understood that your spirit, you communicate to God. Now, why, why does it say truth? Truth is the word of God. Alright? Now, that means your mind, your soul. So, God wants your spirit and soul also. He wants your spirit and soul. Because sometimes when you pray in tongues, you go, You're just saying, your spirit is communicating, but your mind is somewhere else. Yes or no? Yes. So, if you observe the prayer, how we pray, you will see that the pastor shares the word for some time. He shares the word. Why is he sharing the word? Because the word that is shared, it's not for time pass. It's not just because you have a, your pattern of program. No. That word is shared so that when you are praying in tongues, in your mind, that word is working. Amen. Are you seeing that? So, in your mind, that word is there. So, with your spirit, you are communicating to God by praying in tongues. And with your soul, you are communicating to Him through the word. You are worshipping Him through the word. Why is it like that? Because the part of your soul is always affected by words. See, for example, I say a dog. I just said dog. Now, in each of your mind, picture... Did you see the word D-O-G written? No. I said a word, but that word put a picture in your mind. But it is not necessary all of you saw the same dog. Now, when I say a black dog, now in your mind, all of you saw a black dog. But again, not necessary same black dog. Now, when I say black dog with white tail, now it is becoming more clear, right? Now, when I say a black dog, white tail and three legs. See, it is getting more specific, right? Why? The words are now painting a picture. Are you seeing it? Now, I, what am I doing? With my words, I am controlling your thoughts. Yes or no? Yes. By the words I said, I controlled what you are thinking. That's what the media is also trying. That's what Facebook is also doing. That's what WhatsApp is also doing. They are giving you words, so the words they put is painting a picture in your mind. And what happens? When you think, you speak that. The thoughts that come in your mind by the words that you get from every direction, they are painting a picture in your mind. They are putting thoughts there. They are controlling your thoughts. And with the thoughts, you are making a decision. Are you seeing the picture? With the thoughts, you are making a decision. 
and with the decision you are releasing words again are you seeing a picture with the decision for example sister bought a bike did you just simply blindly go to the showroom and just take a bike no what did you do you you took time you checked which bike is good you got the information different you heard words from different people you checked online what are the prices what are the uh, features you took all those information they built a picture in your mind yes or no you you built a picture and then you decided yes i am taking buying this bike after you made the decision what did you do you spoke it you spoke it after you spoke it your body followed with the action are you seeing see it's very important that's why word is important god did not simply say he is seeking for those who worship him in spirit and stop there he said spirit and truth see your spirit your born again spirit came from where where did your born again spirit come from came from god bible says all things are new all things are of god so your born again spirit is from god it thinks like god but now your soul also god wants are you seeing it he wants your soul also he wants your thinking also that's why truth now when you put the truth inside now that truth is building a picture amen are you seeing it it's very important that's why god did not simply say worship in spirit and in truth it is not simply a a, a christian tradition or a christian phrase that we use there is a purpose behind it your spirit and your soul now why when these two agree your body will also follow are you seeing the picture so when you are worshiping him in spirit and your truth your body has nothing else to do because your soul is thinking on the word your body will not go and op- uh, turn on the tv is it right or wrong when you are praying in tongues with your spirit and when your mind is also thinking about the word your body will stay there it will not go by itself and turn on the tv it will not go by itself and take the phone no that's why god is looking for those who worship in spirit that's a real you and in truth the soul that controls your body amen so your thoughts are also now focused on god that's why before we have prayer in the morning they share the word why so the word will put a picture inside you and based on that picture now your thoughts are controlled by the word that was put inside otherwise the world the tv the information they are all trying to put pictures inside you you read a news as soon as you read the news some image will be formed right you read the newspaper only one, there is no photo but when you read that part the news in your mind so there's a picture being formed and that's why words are important so with that words a picture is formed now your thoughts are going there for example you you read about the recently the main news is about syria about syria and then what did you do the moment you read that your mind is going to syria in your mind you are going to syria you are seeing the picture there you are thinking oh okay 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 what happened did your body now move no your body sat there but in your mind you travel there those pictures those words put a picture and because of those picture your body did not go anywhere else your body sat down there and your you even though your body is not moving in your mind you are going you can feel certain things that's the power of your soul amen very powerful amen. very very powerful we understood last week that we live in a world that is voice created voice controlled voice dominated everything is about words everything in this world is about word uh, words go to hebrews chapter 1 let's look at one more scripture Hebrews chapter 1 verse 
Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 it says who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power I don't know how it is in Tamil or Kannada but in here it says the actual translation says he is upholding all things upholding means what see look at this this is upholding you're, you're holding it I mean this, this thing is sustained by something it says he is upholding everything by the word of his power it did not say power of his word it says by the word part of the power the word that generates the power what happened God said let there be light when the word came out the power was released light light was formed he said let there be light and light was and there was light originally it was like this light be and light was it is not written let there be light if you look in the original Hebrew translation only like this light be light was that means the moment he said it it became past tense it already happened that's how it is so by the words it was created and by the words it is controlled we saw last week that what did Adam do after Adam was created what did God do God put him in the garden of Aden after Adam was created God blessed him and said blessed him and said be fruitful multiply have dominion over everything and then what did God do he put him in the garden of Eden and after that what did God do he brought all the animals to Adam and now Adam has to name them so what was Adam doing by his words he's dominating over them when you're naming something you are dominating you're establishing your authority your dominion over them Amen. that's what he did he said God brought everything God said now you have dominion then God brought everything to Adam so by his words he's controlling now look at the other thing what did the serpent do how did the devil deceive Adam and Eve okay. by words Amen. by words he did not come catch hold of Adam by the neck put him down and said now eat he didn't force no how did he cheat them how did he get the control by words Amen. what happened he sowed words and those words build a picture in Adam's mind and with that he obeyed everything is controlled by words everything that's why you should understand everything in your life in your situation everything about you about your body can be controlled by words go to James chapter 3 We'll read from verse 2. James chapter 3, verse 2. It says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able to bridle his whole body. Look at that. Said, If you don't slip and fall, offend me, the word offend means slip and fall. All right. If you don't offend in the word, you are able to control your body. That means doctor said your BP is high but you said no my body you listen to me BP become normal your, your tongue is controlling your body by your words you're controlling your body very important see when the doctor tells you something what is the doctor also doing words are you saying that he's giving words to you everything here is controlled by words you look on the on, when you're reading something what is happening those words are putting pictures 
so when you can control your words you can control everything <coughs> you can control everything very powerful that's why the word of god is important what are the, what is the word of god where did the word of god come from from god from god's mouth before his mouth where was it it was in his thoughts what god thought he spoke god has thoughts about us jeremiah 29:11 he thought and he spoke and now what happened that word is now with us now same way you don't say something without thinking you might you suddenly you might say something you say no i didn't think i said without thinking no that's a lie because you might have thought about it some other time you might have thought about it some other time and that is there inside you that's why when the situation came you just said it so never say oh i'm sorry i said it without thinking no that's a lie you might have thought about it previously some other time that's why when the everything became right it came out of your mouth amen so you speak what you think so now when you concentrate and when you study the word of god what are you doing you are thinking you are reading the word of god you are taking the thoughts of god and putting it in your thoughts are you seeing it for example you are going you are suffering from pain you are suffering from some sickness all right now the doctor painted a nice picture about you in your mind doctor said oh, you will have to take this medicine otherwise this will go go high you will die you can have this this can happen that can happen he painted a picture in your mind now that picture is there in your mind it is staying there and it is making you depressed so now what do you do you take isaiah 53 verse 3 let's read that let's read that isaiah 53 let's paint a picture It says he is despised rejected of men a man of sorrows acquainted with grief we hid as it were okay let's read verse 4 it says surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of god and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgression he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him with his stripes we are healed all right it says if you look at the word grief it says he is born our grief the actual meaning is sickness and the uh, sorrows the actual meaning is pain so if you put that picture he has carried my sickness and he bore my pain now what what is the picture that is coming to you now doctor painted a picture you have high bp now that is your sickness now you put the scripture there he has carried my sickness now who is carrying the high bp jesus jesus you might be having knee pain back pain you can't sit and stand up when you sit oh you are having pain so now in your mind you take the scripture you paint a picture he bore my pain now who is carrying the pain you or jesus, jesus. see that's the power of words you take this word you let the scripture paint a picture you seeing this you take the scripture jesus he carried my sickness he carried my high bp he carried my cancer and he bore my back pain he bore my knee pain and with his stripes i am healed Amen. see now what happened now what picture is there in your mind are you having a picture of a sick person or a healed person healed person this is the truth doctor's report is fact this is truth are you seeing what is happening here with the word you are controlling your thoughts your soul is being affected amen hebrews chapter 4 hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it says hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it says for the word of god 
is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Now, let's break that scripture. It says the word of God is living, full of life. Is there death in the word of God? Look at that. Word of God is living, full of life. Alright? Now, and powerful. That means the word is dynamis, which means explosive, like a dynamite. Have you seen a dynamite? Have you seen an explosion, bomb? The word of God is like that, full of power. Alright? And then it says, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. And it can divide soul and spirit. So what controls the soul? The word of God. And then it says, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That means the word of God can judge your thoughts. So now, let's look at it another way. So if you constantly keep putting the word of God inside, if you keep the word of God inside, can, the, can you be judged in a wrong way? Can your thoughts be judged as guilty? Your thoughts are the word of God. Yes or no? Yes. You are thinking about the word of God. So now can your thoughts be guilty? No. Can there be a judgment saying, no, your thinking is wrong, you are thinking sin? No. You are thinking on the word of God. Now the word of God is controlling. The word of God is powerful. It can blast away anything. Any problem that you have, it is powerful. That financial problem, that health problem, the word of God is alive. It is not dead. It is alive. When you take those word of God, meditate it in your mind, put it in your mind. When you start thinking about it, when it is building a picture in your mind, in your thoughts, that is able to blast away any problem that you are having. That is able to blast away that sickness. That's how powerful it is. Dynamis. That means full of explosive power. Full of explosive power. That's how alive the word is. It cannot fail. Let's look at some more scripture here. Psalms 119 verse 25. Psalms 119 verse 25 It says My soul clings to the dust Revive me according to your words See your soul By the doctor's report Doctor said you will die So where do you think? Are you happy, high or are you down? down. You are like oh, yeah. Doctor said, heavy diabetes, my diabetes is high, my finger has to be cut off. Oh my goodness, what will I do? Your sorrow. Doctor said, oh you have cancer. Oh, what will happen to my children? Who will take care of my children? My husband, will he marry again? <laughs> See, you're, 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 full, you're down, you're sorrow. Yes. Down. But then it says, revive me according to the word. Revive means what? Bring back to life. Bring back to life. The word is alive. What is down in the dust can be brought up by the word. That's how powerful the word is. Let's look at verse 28. Psalms 119 verse 28. It says, My soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. See, sometimes when you're, you're so sad, you feel like you're melting away. My soul melts. Like, oh, <laughs> you're melting away. You're so depressed. You're melting away. The, my girlfriend cheated me. She cheated me. I, I'm worthless. I'm, uh, I'm useless. My wife left me and went. I'm useless. My, my boss doesn't want me. I'm useless. So now what happens? Strengthen me according to your word. So where does strength come from? The word. From the word. 
when you are just feeling like you are just melting away, your thoughts all going down, you are in the dust, strength comes from the word. Why? Because the word of God is alive, full of power. That power can lift you up from where you are, it can lift you up. How? The question is how? It is building a picture. It is building a picture. When your wife left you and went, or when your uh, girlfriend left you and went, what happened? It painted a bad picture about you in your mind. You felt worthless. You felt bad. Now what do you do? Put that picture aside. Take the word of God. The word of God says, you are created in the image of God. Amen. All things are possible for him who believes. I can do all things through Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. So, see, now that builds a different picture. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. Child of the Most High. You are seated on the right hand side of God the Father. Now, where are you seated? From down, you are seated near God. You are seated in heaven on the right hand side of God the Father. See, picture changed. Picture changed. When devil brings or when the world gives you bad news, you tell them and no, 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 picture abhi baki hai. Take the word of God, build a new picture. Build a new picture. Take that wrong picture away. Whatever it is, the world by words are trying to paint a picture. Remove that picture. Let scripture build the picture. Very important. Very, 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 very important. Everything about your body is controlled by your soul. And your soul is controlled by words. Your soul can, is only controlled by words, nothing else. Nothing else. That's why what you are reading, what you are seeing, what you are hearing, it is all building pictures here. It is all building pictures here. See, have, do you enjoy watching a movie without hearing sound? No. You don't. Why? Because you don't enjoy it. You simply look at it, they are doing some action, you don't understand. You are not getting the enjoyment. Why? Because simply watching them does not give full information. You are not satisfied. You are not getting the full information. Only when words are spoken, you are getting full information. So the first thing you need to understand is everything about you is controlled by words. Everything in this world is controlled by words. Now I want to show you one more thing. Go to Hebrews chapter 4 again. The same word that we looked before. It says the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So now what is the word compared to? Two-edged sword. Right? Alright. Now go to Revelation chapter 4. Or Revelation chapter 1, verse 16. Revelation chapter 1, verse 16. It says, And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. Now, who is it talking about? Jesus. Now, what came out of his mouth? Huh? What does it say here? Two-edged sword. Two-edged sword. L go to chapter 2 verse 16 also. Chapter 2 verse 16. It says, Repent or else I am coming to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. With the sword of my mouth. Alright, now go to Ephesians chapter 4.
sorry chapter 6. Verse 17 And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So, what is this? What is compared to a sword? Word of God. Now, we saw it is called a two edged sword, right? Have you seen a two edged sword? A sword that both sides are sharp, okay? Now, if you look at the original word for two-edged, it is the Greek word used is diastomos. Di means two. Stoma means mouth. Okay? It's called two-mouthed. The word of God is two-mouthed. So the first mouth is where? Where did that word come, come from? The first mouth. God's mouth. Amen. Second mouth is your mouth. Amen. The word of God is double mouthed. It is supposed to be double mouthed. First mouth is God's mouth. Second mouth is our mouth. Amen. God released it out of his mouth. But for that word to be established in our life, to control things about you, it has to come out of your mouth. If it doesn't come out of your mouth, it is useless for you. It will not work for you. For the word to work for you, it has to come out of your mouth. If it does not come out of your mouth, it is useless for you. That's why Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Let's read that. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. mouth. Where, where is it supposed to be all the time? Mouth. And you shall meditate day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written then you shall make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Amen. See, how many of you want prosperity and success here? All of us. If you want prosperity and success, the first place the word of God has to be put is in your mouth. It has to be put in your mouth. If it is not put in your mouth, you will not experience prosperity and success. Why? Now, when you say something, what you say is again building a picture in your mind. Yes or no? Yes. You are reading the word. Okay, you read the word. When you read the word, the words are coming. But when you speak it loudly, it is building a clearer picture. For example, let's go to, uh, let's go to, um, okay, First Thessalonians chapter 5. I'll show you something. Verse 16. It says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. Now, you did you read that? Alright. Now, you read it. But the picture didn't come. You just read it. Now you read it loudly. Now when you read, what is the picture that came in your mind? Are you seeing that? When you read it loudly, when you speak it with your mouth, pictures are formed clearer. When you just simply read it like this, it just your eyes are just moving. It's like watching movie without sound. Are you seeing that? But when you read it loud, when the words are released out of your mouth, creative force is released. That is actually building pictures here. When you say rejoice forevermore, when you are saying the word rejoice, automatically your sad thoughts will not come. When the word rejoice is coming out of your mouth, 
sad thoughts will not come. But at the same time, you can re-rejoice forevermore without sound, and then thoughts can come. Are you seeing this? You can read it silently, but sad thoughts can still remain. But when you say it loud, those words actually immediately affect your thinking. It immediately affects your thinking. You say, rejoice forevermore. The moment those words come out, you don't get any sad thoughts. Are you seeing this? That's the power of the word. That's the power of the word. That's why we need to spend time reading the word. We need to spend time uh, meditating the word. And the word meditate in Joshua 1.8, you saw meditate on it day and night. The word used is haga, which means muttering again, speaking to yourself. Have you seen cows chewing the cud? They'll sit in one place. They're not, they're, they're not eating anything, but they're simply sitting. They're chewing. What are they doing? The food that they took is brought back to the mouth and they're chewing it again and again and again. That is actually meditate. That means you are taking that scripture and you're putting it in your mouth. Putting it in your mouth. For example, Philippians 4.19 My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You take that scripture. You just keep thinking. You just keep saying, My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God. You stop there and say, My God. Yeah, He's my God. My God. He's my God. He's my personal God. Shall supply all my needs. All, everything. Wow, wow, my God. See, now what is happening? Suddenly you saw that need met. Suddenly you saw that need met. Are you seeing? That scripture painted a picture. So, you are, you are repeating, you are repeating, you are thinking about it, meditating. My God shall supply all my needs. According to His riches, not what the bank account says. According to His riches. Now, God's riches, you know, super rich. So, you are seeing that riches now coming into your life. That's the power of meditation, by speaking. The more you speak, speak, speak. And that word also means roaring like a lion. Have you seen, have you heard a lion roar? He doesn't roar like this. It is loud. It is loud. The same word meditate means roaring like a lion. Sometimes thoughts come. Oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to meet this need? How this thing, that thing, all these things come. You just roar like a lion. I don't care. My God supplies all my needs. You just roar. That's also meditation. That's also meditation. Why? Your thoughts, you're controlling. You're changing the thoughts. The devil will put depressing thoughts, put a picture of you in loss, put a picture of you sick. Now what do you do? You change the picture. You change the picture. You're meditating. You're, you're putting scripture. And then what happens? You will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Very important. The whole scripture is based on that. So the first place it has to be is in your mouth. Why? Because we are created in the image of God. How did God create everything? By His words. If God did not release the words, there is no creation. It is just His thoughts. But God thought and He spoke. And it created. Same way, you don't just think the word of God. You speak the word of God. When you speak the word of God, you are releasing creative force that will now bring your success, bring your prosperity. Because we are created like God, in the image of God, in His likeness, in the image and likeness. That means everything that God did with His words, we can do with our words. That's why Jesus said, whatever I did, you will do even greater things. That's why 1 John 4 says, as He is, so are we in this world. It didn't say in heaven, it says in this world. 
as he is so are we in this world i'll give you the scripture 1 john chapter 4 Oh, sorry, chapter 3. Oh, sorry, 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. Herein is love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in this world. As He is, so are we in this world. Right now, you are just like Jesus. How did Jesus calm the storm? He said, peace, be still. Yes or no? Yes. He didn't wave his hands. He didn't do anything. He just spoke. So as he is, so are you. In this world right now. It says, herein we will have boldness in the day of judgment. That means when God is judging you on that day, you can stand boldly. You said, Jesus, I was like you. When I was on the world, I was like you. I spoke like you. So you can boldly stand on judgment day. Say, when, when the trouble came, I spoke like you. What did, the, what did Jesus do when he was tempted? He said, it is written. Amen. When the devil said, it is written, Jesus said, it is also written. <laughs> See, you be like him. When the problems come, you tell the problem, it is written. That's how you be like Him. As He is, so are you in this world. Jesus did, Jesus did not uh, take a stick and just wave around at the storm. No, He just spoke. When He wanted a miracle, when they had to pay the tax, what did He do? He first spoke to Peter, Go, take a fishing rod, catch a fish. In that fish, there will be gold. He spoke the words. The moment those words came out of His mouth, the fish got ready with the gold coin. So your miracle is in your mouth. Why? Because the word that you say affects your soul and your body will react accordingly. Otherwise, when you let the doctor's word, when you let the bank's word affect you, what happens? It will first affect your thoughts. It will paint a bad picture. Then BP will rise. Yes or no? Then heart problem. Then you will be down. Sometimes heart attack can come. What is happening? You heard people suddenly when you hear bad news, they had heart attack, they died. What happened to them? Words affected the body. Words caused BP. Words. It's words. Devil knows that. That's why Jesus said, take the word. He said in John 17, 17, we read, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is the truth. Sanctify means separate. Separate. You are not like the world. Well, let's read that. John 17. I'll close with this. John 17. We'll read from verse 14. John 17, verse 14. You see, it says, who is speaking here? Jesus. He said, I have given them, what? Your word. Look at that. What did Jesus say? I have given them your word. The world hates them because they are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world. See, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. Jesus gave you the word. He said, Father, I have given them your word. Alright? And then he says, verse 15, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from evil. Jesus said, I am not praying that you should take them away from the world. No. He wants you to be in the world and use the word. He said, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Verse 17, sanctify them through your truth. Your word is the truth. 
Word sanctify means separate them. See, what's the difference between you and the world? Number one, you are born again by the word. Amen. You are born again by the word. And you are separated by the word. They don't have the word. You have the word. You are born again from the word. And you have the word. So you are separate. You are different from them. That's why Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5 said, you are a new creation. You are a brand new type of person. Not like them. You are completely different from them. You are a new creation. Your DNA is changed. Amen. You are created now, born new by the word. Amen. They are not born from the word. Amen. You are born from the word. Amen. So you take the word and it affects your thinking, your soul and it affects your body. Amen. Are you seeing the picture? Amen. This is very important. Amen. This is very important. That's why we take this time to study the word. We are so blessed to be connected to one of the most anointed men in our nation, Pastor Ram Babu. We are so blessed. We are so blessed. We could have been in so many other places, but God saw that we, we, are the, we will value it, so He placed us under that man. And we are connected to that anointing. We are connected to that anointing. But we also need the word. We also need the word. The word will get us there. The word will help you how to tap into that anointing. And the anointing destroys the yoke. We are under the anointing. But many people don't know how to, how to, how to use it. The word will teach you. Everything about you is word controlled, word dominated. That's how we are. We are made like that. We are born again like that. And we live in a world that is word controlled. So the more you think about the word of God, the more you speak the word of God, your situation, your world will be created by the word. Are you understanding? Yes. It's very powerful. That's why we are taking this time. So you have the word also and the spirit also. We are connected to the anointing. We have the word also. So you will now operate in that. So that's how you become a true disciple. And you go and affect nations. That's the plan of God for us. All right? I believe you understood something today. All right. Let's pray. Father, we praise you. We worship you. We thank you for your word. We receive.